honestly, he was going back and forth with me and another woman. And um, I was like, there's no way. I, I'm your actual wife that been with you and I will not compete with another woman. Welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a guiding light for women facing the paralyzing challenges of an unwanted separation. If you're feeling frozen by the weight of heartbreak or the uncertainty of a crumbling relationship, you're not alone. I'm Josie, your host and a separation survival specialist because I've been where you are, overwhelmed, emotionally stuck, and unsure of what lies ahead. But here's the truth. Healing and empowerment are within your reach. Together, we'll shatter the chains of paralysis, embrace this journey, and pave the way to your new future. So it's time to step forward, find your strength, and rewrite your story. Because the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Now, before we start today's episode, please consider taking a moment to click that subscribe button. And with that, here we go. Hello, and a warm welcome to today's chapter checkup session, where we will be hearing from another courageous woman as she shares her transformative journey from devastated to divorce, and we'll be using the five chapters of my program as the guide. If you're curious about these chapters and how they align with your personal journey, don't forget to visit heavypagespodcast.com for your free chapter checklist. And with that, here's today's interview. Hello, Andrea. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you um, coming on and being willing to uh, share your story with me. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Nervous, Absolutely. but excited. Of course. Nervous is normal. I still get nervous. So, <laughs> um, okay. So tell me a little bit about you, you know, where you're from, not exact details, but uh, what you're comfortable sharing and, and how old you are. Okay. Um, I'm from Texas and I have three girls and I'm, um, 35 years old. Obviously we're chatting because you are going through a separation, not quite divorced at this point, correct? Not quite divorced, but I like to say I'm divorced. (laughs) Okay. Understandable. I don't blame you. So, um, how long were you married? Um, I was married, before the the separation for seven years and we're together for 19 years. Wow. 19 years together, married for seven, officially married for seven. Yes. Okay. So um, how did you meet? Uh, We met in middle school as classmates. And then uh, we went through middle school and then high school together. So we met. So then we met back up in um, high school. Uh, yes. So like a high school sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. And you dated. For, well, I mean, since you got married, you dated and then were together for quite a few years before you actually got married. What made you finally decide to get married? Um, well, I think, um, on his part, it was that we had gotten this, um, car accident and he almost died. We almost did have this traumatic thing or whatever. And wow. so I think that kind of kicked it up and cause I wasn't like, oh, let's get married. We can get married. But I knew that I didn't want any more kids until I was married. Cause I wanted to have the same last name as them. 
Okay. So are your children his children? Yes. Okay. And there are three girls. Three girls, yeah. And they're his. Okay. So you weren't really uh, in a hurry to get married, but you also didn't want to have any other children until you got married. So you would have been okay not marrying, like if you guys were together, but not not getting married? I think eventually I would have, because when we got into the accident, we had broken up for about two years right before, and we're getting back together. And um, so shortly after that, he proposed. And so I could have gave it a little bit more time then, but... um, of course, I've been with him all this time. I was like, well, yeah, this is the next step. Right. He's the one and he's the father of my children. So, okay. And how was that relationship? Did you feel like once you, you got married, how were things? Did you feel like things were, were going well and moving forward and, you know, relatively healthy? I mean, you know, nothing's perfect, but. Right. Um, my situation was was different than I would say so um, there's always been issues, uh, some physical things that went on. Okay. So when the actual time we just went to the courthouse and, um, I loved him and was deeply in love with him, Right. but I knew that I probably shouldn't be getting married, but I did it anyways. Okay. And a lot of us are in that same boat where we're, you know, there's signs, but we kind of ignore them. Or sometimes we feel like love is enough. You know, we, we love them and that's, that yeah. should be, or we hope that that's enough yeah. to get us through. Yeah. So, okay. Seven years married. Tell me about the separation. What happened? Um, so after I had my last child, she, um, we're having some issues and, I just didn't want to keep going through those same issues. We've been together for this long. I was, I just remember thinking I'm 31 years old. We still shouldn't be having trust issues or this issues. Like we're grown. We've been together for so long. I've committed myself to you. If I have kids, you know, all these things. And so I wanted to change. And so I didn't want to leave. I just wanted us, okay, let's go to counseling. Let's, you know, let's go ahead and put all that stuff behind us. Like we've already, you know, dealt and talked and it doesn't need to be really brought up and different things. And, um, he wasn't just willing to grow is what I felt like. Now I look back on it. He just wasn't willing to grow and take those steps. And so financially it was hard, um, to that. So we just thought, okay, let's get out under our home and, Maybe you'll be a little like less arguing and stuff because of finances. Um, but then it just kept getting further and further away as we were in a separation. Okay. And so it was your suggestion to separate or his suggestion or you both mutually agreed? Um, I think it was like a mutual agreement. And I think that what we thought, it wasn't like a full... Um, let's sell our home and separate. We just thought, okay, let's sell our home. I had to go live with my mom and with my girls, and then he went to go live with his sister. But we were still doing, like, finances together. We were still being with each other uh, romantically and and things. And then 
I don't know. And then we just thought that, okay, well, maybe if we um, get out from under each other for just a little bit, we'll come back. and. Okay, so it's kind of like taking some space. Like, you're not broken yeah. up specifically. You are actually physically separated. Like, he's in yes. his place, you're in your place, but you still consider yourselves a couple and yes. that you are going to um, work on things and figure out a way to uh, make the help the relationship um get better or fix right. some problems and okay all right so then um that isn't exactly how it turned out then no. or yeah how how did what happened next so kind of was like um i think he liked his freedom so he like would go a weekend without calling me um and i'm like this is you know not okay you know we still this and that and then I had to move in with my mom, with my three girls, and she has a two-bedroom. So it was me and my girls in one bedroom on one bed for probably over two months. It seemed like forever. Sure. Um, And then it was, um, I mean, my oldest one was 15, 16 at the time. So, and then I, so it was like a teenager and then a, a kid and then a baby, uh, and so that was hard. Um, so then he decided that he'd go ahead and get his own place. So I was like, okay, well then I need to get, okay, so this is how we're moving. I need to get my own place. Um, he got his and then he was like, well, y'all can come stay with me. But he lived in an apartment that had a roommate. So it was like, well, that's not that's not a thing. I have three girls. So yeah. So then I had just, I just got my own place and that's how I started living life. Okay. And so was there ever a, like an actual conversation about, are you getting back together? Is this it? Or. Well, we just were like, we're back and forth um, together or not together. Uh, he, oh, I can't, he would say, oh, I can't do this. I just, this is this is a lot, and you know, um, so that that happened for a couple of years after our separation. And basically, did you just finally decide? Um, you say uh, that you like to consider yourself divorced. So, do you did you just finally come to a point where you're like, okay, this is this is not working for me. I'm not going to keep waiting for you to. Uh, decide to be part of the family or to bring us back together as a family? Um, Did you cut it quits or is it still in the process? I mean, I know how you feel, but has the conversation been had? Oh yeah, this is, it's done. I had decided he was, honestly, he was going back and forth with me and another woman. And um, I was like, there's no way I'm your actual wife that been with you. And I will not compete with another woman. And so the very last time that we were going to work it out, I didn't tell my girls because they were also like, that's here, that's not, that's here. He got upset about something or the other. And so I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to take him back. I am officially done because I'm not doing this back and forth. He's going to go. He's done and he doesn't talk to me for a week. Um, I know he's with another woman, which, okay, then that's, right. and that was it. I was, won't take, I didn't take him back. I didn't, 
try to work on that or anything. It was done. I mean, that is a, a very good step for you to take to give yourself the respect that you deserve. And unfortunately, if he's not willing to, you know, he'll he'll let you. He will string you along as long as you let him. Right. You'll he'll, he'll be there for the convenience. So. Yes. Okay, so I know that you had um, listened to the podcast of the um, From Devastated to Divorce Mm -hmm. and that you found yourself to be more in the chapter three, which is um, working on the uh, better, stronger, loved you part. You've already kind of come to terms, clearly, from what you're saying on the from blindsided and devastated, which would be the chapter two. You've moved on from that and now you're working on building yourself back up. Right. Yes. That kind of how you feel. And um, you did mention that the things that you're kind of struggling with in that uh, in that chapter of the journey is that his life is uh, better without you or you feel that his life is better without you and that um, that he didn't or doesn't love you. Right. So, yeah, I think that um, I, I don't when I see him, I don't feel the love or the want him to love me. I don't you know. But, you know, he's already, he has a girlfriend that he's moved in with, that they buy this and that, that they whatever. Um, And I know, I know that um, I'm looking as it because I I deeply loved him. I left someone that I was in love with. I didn't leave him because I fell out of love with him. I just was hoping for it would be a change in a new chapter, but it ended up just being done. And so um, I wouldn't. I'm done. I wouldn't take him back. I wouldn't want him back. It's just the fact, the aftermath of it, I guess. Of, right. You know, why Why would he do these things for her? And I've been asking him to do these things. And so I do a lot of, you know, reading about different types of men. And and so. Does that kind of help you, um, like, put him or your relationship into a better perspective? Yes, kind of lets me realize what's the truth and what's like my overthinking and my right. and the insecurities that I I have from that relationship. That it's like okay, putting me back in perspective of real life, you know. Right. Excellent. I never and know what's happening behind closed doors. I just see what he chooses to show me. Absolutely. And, and usually they love to show the best. You know, yeah. they 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 are going to highlight everything that's great. And you're, it's exactly right. You don't know, you don't know what they're, what she might be dealing with, you know, what he might be still continuing to do with this person. But obviously I I know you have children together, but the ultimate goal is to um, not so much care, right? What is, if he is treating her better or doing things better with her, you know, because ultimately now he's, even though you will co-parent, he has, he's not part of your life anymore in that sense. And so he may be doing things differently for her, but because she might be a totally different person than you. And that doesn't make, make you any less of a person. It just means that he could not, could deal with the, who you are and you like who you are. Right? right. So if that's a him issue, not so, not a you issue. Right. So he right. might pick somebody that, um, that'll put up with more. He might pick, a person that um, has different a uh, different moral compass than you, and so okay, because you don't want to change who you are or your morals or your values for him. Correct. Yeah, I right. I do feel like sometimes you outgrow people, and so that was part of it too. 
I was just trying to be at a different level and I, not to say this any type of negative way, but sometimes people, what I've heard is like some people are at a four and then someone outgrows them to a seven, but that person can't grow up to a seven. So then they go find someone that's at a four with them. Absolutely. And so that doesn't make you, they just can't, um, relate to you. Yes. Right. And that's, and that's a great way to see it because then that, that doesn't make it, um, doesn't make it like you are a problem. It just means that you, and it's difficult for you two because you've known each other since you were children. And of course there's so much growth that's going to happen. Um, and your lives are going to, you know, grow, even though you're together in different ways and you will mature in different ways. And I assume, right, that when you've been with someone for such since such a such a young age, that it might even make it harder for some people. They make it work great, but it right. might make it harder because you're not the same person, obviously, that you were when you were 15. You know, we hope that we aren't sometimes we hope that we've been able to grow and mature and get better. and so. Some people don't want to grow and mature and get better. And then, you know, that that growth, it makes um, the situation more difficult because in the relationship, you hope that they grow with you and then they don't. And then even more than that, you've known them for so long. So you're like, it's tough. So I definitely I definitely understand that. And then how are you feeling with your self-esteem and your self-worth? You're reading things. You're, are you reading things and, and you know, watching videos and, and things to help boost that? Or to, how do you feel your self-esteem is now? Yes, it's it's better than what it was um, for sure. I think that I didn't get a lot of reassurance okay. in my marriage of the person I was. And um, once again, not to toot my own horn, but toot it, girl. I, I feel like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm uh I have a big heart, I'm genuine, I'm loyal and all these things that I didn't realize how special I was until I came out of it. And not only by men, but people would tell me, "Wow, you you know, you have a big heart or you're a great person and friends and families and people people I've been meeting along a way, this way of my journey." And I'm like, "Wow, okay. I mean, I thought I was, but he didn't give me that validation that you think you should from your husband." And so, you know, he just made it seem like I was ordinary and I was, you know, you know, simple. And then come to realize like, hey, actually, you know, I'm pretty great. (laughs) So that's right. Excellent. Well, that sounds definitely uh, like you're on the right track because, um, yes, you're amazing. We're all amazing in our own ways. And it always helps to have someone else give you that validation. Right. But, um, you know, the goal for us and the goal in, in this particular chapter um, of the guide is to do that for yourself. Yes. So that you don't need a man or another person to do it for you. Of course, it's always nice when someone agrees with you about how great you are. That's great. But the ultimate goal is to, you know, do the work so that you recognize your value and you recognize your worth and you love yourself. And that way... Um, when you're ready for another relationship, you know that you will only attract someone that shows you the value, shows you your value or shows you that they value you. Because since you're so clear on, on your worth, you're going to make sure that that person is a quality person. And, you know, 
there's also the very strong possibility that you decide I don't want to be with anybody else because I have learned how to love and enjoy being by myself. You know, I don't feel mm-hmm. some, I don't need somebody else to fill me. Correct. Yeah. I, I don't think I had a chance to learn to love myself. I was 15 when I got pregnant and 16 when I had her. So I have always had someone else to take care of. Right. And I, yes, I do have three children now, but um, I can take that time away that I don't have to f- put myself to feed into him and exactly. just be a, a wife and a mom. Now I can be and love myself. And I'm, of course, I'm older and wiser. So, you know, I know what things I could do for myself instead of trying to make sure everybody else is okay. Right. You have to, and I don't think it's selfish, but you can say you have to be selfish for yourself sometimes. Absolutely. If you, if you don't have, um, if you don't have your bucket full, you can't help anybody else. Right. So you do have to take the time to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to pamper yourself, to think about yourself so that you then have uh, the energy, the mental energy to help other people. That's definitely not selfish at all. It's, it's necessary. It's necessary. So you can be completely there for others. Yes. So that is good. Now, you had mentioned that you weren't sure about his feelings for you. Is that something that you you feel like you've kind of come past that, that you're not really too concerned about his feelings about you? No, I have. I know that I'm not going to get the answer I want. There's no closure in, in him telling me anything about anything in the past and not now. I really just want to be... Um, good co-parents, but right. that's been hard and its own issues. Right. But yeah, no, his, um, I mean, to be honest, if you let him tell it, I'm probably the worst person in this world right now, but <laughs> you know, it, there's always two sides to the story. So Absolutely. what he sees of me now, it doesn't matter. I just want to co-parent. So it sounds like you ha- are doing really good in, or very close to the end of the chapter of building up yourself and um, your self-esteem, even though that is also an ongoing um, process. You always want to continue to build yourself up and remind yourself on the days that you forget or you question how good of a person you are or how much, you know, what you're worth that you're always reminding yourself. This is an ongoing thing so that you never um, get to a situation where you're vulnerable to, you know, to take less than you deserve. But um, the next chapter in the guide, which is it's over now, what seems like you're very close to that. Are you thinking about divorce, like actual physical divorce? Oh, yes. I had actually filed um, last year, like November, December, probably November. But um, and we had got this whole court hearing and we went to court. Well, it came out to be just child visitation court. It wasn't the actual divorce. So we were both there thinking it was we're going to get a divorce. And it was just about uh, ch- the child custody. Okay. And so then I have, and that just happened um, July, I think. Uh, and so then they told us that we had to refile a whole, all new paperwork because now it's a different, it's a different forms. So now we have to file all new paperwork and all new thing, uh, evidence or whatever we're going to do in the divorce. And so that's in the process of getting done now. 
So when you went to that, did they also establish um, child support and things like that? Or was it just for visitation? They did. They did child support and child visitation, custody. And is he doing what he's supposed to do in the child support situation? No. (laughs) No. Um, You know, the child, the financial, they just take it out of his check. Um, So he assumes I got this money. I got all this money now. Um, And then as far as picking up, um, he, him and my youngest one, my five-year-old, are the only ones that have a relationship. Okay. Um, He doesn't have a relationship with my two older ones. Um, So she'll go with him, my five-year-old, but he'll, oh, well, I have a game Friday, so I'll pick her up Saturday morning. I don't know what he does or uh, well, I can't this weekend or it's, it's not consistent. Yeah. He was supposed to have her like, he was supposed to have her this weekend and 30 minutes before six o'clock. He tells me that, Oh, this weekend's not my weekend. It's next weekend. I'll pick her up. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm, I don't even need to argue. That's fine. Right. I just, okay. And, um, how old is the middle child? She's 14. Okay. And is it by her choice that she doesn't really want a relationship with him? Yes. You know, she's old enough to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to spend time with him. Okay. So that whole, you know, child visitation, you know, not sticking to the schedule can be very draining. So I can see how that can be frustrating. I I had a similar situation with my ex that uh, he always found like, oh, there's a party this weekend. Maybe I can switch with you. You know, there was always something going on that he would like to put a little bit Mm -hmm. above having time with his son, which was very frustrating for us, I'm sure, you know, as the moms, it's like, don't you want to be with your child? So that, and then of course it doesn't help for the child because then, you know, they know what weekend is what weekend. They're not dumb. They know. And they're like, well, where's, where's dad? Why isn't he here? So that's difficult, but you don't, you do not have property or anything like that. So I don't know how it is in Texas, but I would assume that it would be pretty straightforward without needing lawyers or anything, especially if child uh, support and uh, visitation is set up to fill out the paperwork and get it officially done. Yes, actually, um, we don't have anything together. Um, The only thing that I am thinking about putting in my divorce is for him to help me pay back the student loans, because although they're in my name, we occurred that while we're together, and, for your daughter? Um, we, oh, for you. Okay. For me. Yeah. No, he don't. He don't pay oh. for nothing for my oldest one. So, because she's oh, nineteen, okay. but he don't. And then they don't have a relationship, so he doesn't do for her. So you took out student loans. You were doing. You're going to school. I was going to school. Um, be a nurse and um, occurred student loans. So I mm-hmm. thought about putting that in there. Um, partly I want to and mm-hmm. fight that fight. And another part of me is like, you know what? I don't know if I want to fight the fight and just right. get divorced and be done. Well, I mean, it can't hurt to put it in there. And then, um, you know, if he argues against it, you know, you shot your shot and saw what happened. And then maybe the judge will say, yeah. well, no, we're going to, you know, you're going to take a percentage of this and have to help her, you know, cover that debt. And, um, you know, getting the money afterwards is where the headache really is. But uh, at least it will be documented yeah. on, on, on papers and stuff. And I, that's too, it was like, I don't know if, you know, getting that money, it's more of just stress. Uh, you are responsible for it and you can choose not to, to take on that responsibility. But that was something we did occur together. And now 
all that right. debt's left to me. Right. Wish I would have known better. <laughs> well, I mean, that's 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 it, isn't it? You live and you learn, and then you live and you learn exactly. If you ever come into another relationship, and you will, you're very young. I mean, I started my 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 second long-term relationship and I was older than you I was 37 so oh, okay. um you know and I've lived a whole nother lifetime almost you know with my <laughs> new partner longer than I was with my my ex-husband so um so you've got plenty of time the point of course then is to remember all these things so that yes. you you know avoid the pitfalls that happened you know the yes. first time around so I'm, I know in Florida, and it's been a while because that's where I'm here in Florida, that it was $375 to file the paperwork. And since there wasn't a lot of, like, we didn't own property together, we did have a child, but the child uh, support and all that was figured out. That it was like a filing fee, $375, something like that. We put it in, and um, neither of us used lawyers um, mm-hmm. because there was really nothing to argue about. And um, it moved along pretty quickly. So, um, yeah. If, you feel like you're ready for that step to be officially divorced. It might be, you know, might that might be the closure that you get. It wouldn't be from him. It'll be right. from you knowing I'm officially done with this. I am released. He is just the father of my children, someone I have to co-parent with, but he's nothing else to me. Yeah. Um, I do feel like that divorce would bring me closure because for sure I don't want to start a relationship while I'm technically still married so that's one of my issues but although I'm not ready for a relationship right now anyways but for sure like that needs to be done I do feel like that would be some closure there and right and you give it to yourself you know you you did this you know that's um that's something about for me my uh, my ex was the one who asked for the separation I didn't want it. I worked through all of that. But at the end of the day, when it was time to get divorced, I was the one who had to file the paperwork. Mm -hmm. But I wanted that official closure. And I did feel a sense of um, pride in the fact that in the divorce um, papers, I'm the petitioner. I'm the one who requested it. You know, it's a little tiny line on a paper that I barely ever look at. But I know that I'm the one who requested that. And that gives you a little bit more of you know, feeling of agency and control over your life. Yeah. yeah. So I would encourage that, you know, when you're ready, maybe, to, you know, 2023 is your year and you're like, you know what, this is it. Let's just officially oh, clean yeah. slate. Yes. I, I first, that's the plan is for it to be for sure official in 2023. So, well, I mean, um, it sounds like you are, Definitely in the right headspace. So that's really good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. It's, you know, as I'm sure in the beginning stages of the separation, it was difficult. Um, yes. But you were able to work through that and you've gotten to a really, a really healthy spot. It's when you have children together, you know, they don't uh, exit your life for quite a while. But, yes. you know, it definitely gets easier to manage and, um, you know, the, the connection and the control that they even have on you. And I say control because when you love them, there is a little bit of control there. Just that you cause yourself because your feelings for them allow you to, you know, give them that mile when they only need an inch, you know what yes. I mean, type thing. Yes. So um, it sounds like you've worked a lot through a lot of that, and, and that's excellent. So, yes. so how do you... Um, how do you, where do you see yourself? We already just said what you're going to do in 2023, but how do you see yourself in six months from now in the context of this, you know, process of your, uh, from 
devastated to divorced journey? Um, well, it would be nice if I was officially divorced in six months. It should, okay. And it should be simple, so hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Um, and just more, a better co-parent. I'm hoping that it eventually kind of smooths itself out. Right. Um, but I don't put, I don't put um, expectations on him other right. than what are required. And then it, even then once he falls back on something, it's like, okay, I still live my life. I've, I've, since we've been separated, I've been basically doing this, raising these children 95% of the time by myself. So right. what you do or don't do doesn't stop me or stop us from plans or living or doing things or not doing things. We just Excellent. have to alternate and it can be frustrating, but sure. hopefully it, hopefully things are in six months, they roll off my back a little bit more, a little easier, a little smoother. It's like, okay, whatever. You know, someday, sometimes you get frustrated and you just want to. Ah. Of course. And that's, that's, that's normal. Let me ask you one thing back to if he has a specific weekend that he has mm-hmm. his daughter. If he doesn't take her that weekend, do you allow him to take her the next weekend? Or do you say, this is your weekend, take it or leave it. Next weekend is mine so that I can make my plans. And then you can get her back, you know, in two weeks from now. When is it when it is your weekend again? Do you do that or do you, are you really flexible with him? Well, he never asks for him. Or if it's not okay. his weekend, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So I don't have to say. we Now, there's times I have have traded him mostly on my part because um, – there was like a family event and I was like, Hey, can I get her your weekend? And then you can have her like the next two weekends. And he's agreed. Um, but if he doesn't get, pick her up one weekend, he just picks back up on his weekend that he's supposed to in the two weeks. So he'll go three weeks without seeing her. All right. Because just for it to be easier for you, uh, you can't really control whether he picks her up or not. But if you are um, firm on your weekends, you know, I, what I did was I would print out a calendar and highlight, you know, for the next two or three months, these are your days. And then if you can't, or there's Mm -hmm. something more interesting that you want to do, that's fine. But the next week is mine. I make plans with my child on those weekends. And if you want to see your child again, then pick her back up on the weekend that is yours so that he can't um, disturb your life that much or right. mess up her schedule that much she knows clearly these weekends are with my mom we're gonna do whatever it's not like oh wait it was this weekend oh wait it's not that weekend just so that she has you know that structure and so that he recognizes if I don't pick her up tomorrow it's not like I'm gonna get to see her you know nope I'm going to have to wait because that is the rule and I'm gonna have to live with it yeah. you know so it, that, that gives you a little more control and that's not being mean or um or withholding no. that's just having boundaries and structure that your daughter deserves and so do you yes and I found like structure although he doesn't go by and he doesn't like it but it t- keeps us sane right. me and my girls a little more sane than to like if it was up to him he'll be jumping up and doing going you know doing all this stuff and it's just like no like this is what it is and you know at times on his weekend, if he's like, oh, can I pick her up Saturday? Okay, that's fine, because I know she right. wants to see her dad. And so she wants to spend time with him. And so I'll allow, allow, right. allow that. But at the same time, like, okay, well, then it's not going to be till 11, right. 11 a.m. Or it's not going to be until, because I'm not going to get up on my Saturday extra early, just because you're an early bird. 
no, sir. <laughs> and so there's still some and like, OK, you still have to bring her back at the same time. And and so sometimes a lot of times she's he asked for her to come back early um, Sunday. So I'm like, that's fine, because most of the time I'm on Sundays, I'm just doing stuff around the house or either way, whatever I do, I'm used to them always being with me anyways. So it's weird that she's not more than it it is. <laughs> I feel the same way. I, you know, I, I would hate to argue with my ex about him keeping his son or not taking his son because I had my child and I planned on having my child with me at all times. And mm-hmm. it felt gross to argue about not having him. I'm like, I'm happy yes. to have him all the time. It's not about me. I love having him. It's about right. the relationship that you guys have to have together. So if you don't take him one weekend, <laughs> I mean, I had him because I wanted him. So I'm fine having him every weekend right. with me. It's so that, uh, you know, that situation makes it tricky. And I always hated those arguments because I don't want to argue about not having my child because I want yeah. my child. And so that's an interesting dynamic in that whole situation. It's just kind of yeah. like you said, you're used to having them. I'm okay having her. <laughs> I want right. to have them. So, right. but, but yes, I think that once he understands and is clear that you have, uh, the boundaries that your boundaries are set, um, it'll it'll avoid you having to have the argument and knowing I'm not going to argue because he's clear that these are the boundaries. And so um, I don't need to rehash it every other weekend or remind him or whatever, because this is the rule. And that's that. And, you know, these, you know, it's almost the end of the year. It's always a great time to um, put things into practice. If you know, Hey, since it's a new year, here's just a reminder of the, of the, the child support. Uh, I mean, the child visitation and heck, if you want to throw the child support in there too, throw that in there yeah. too. It doesn't hurt to remind them, Hey, by the way, your, your, your child eats. So how about sending yeah. some money this way? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so excellent. Is there any questions that you, that you have for me or any more thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, just, it's been a hard process. It, it took a lot of tears and pain and therapy, yes, to, therapy. To, to get through this. And I know that whatever he did in our marriage to mess it up. And I say that cause there was cheating and, and abuse and things like that. But I know that in my heart, like I really did love him and I, I tried and I gave it more I gave him more than what I should have. And everybody's like, you you gave more than what anybody should have. Right. And you put up with a lot more than you should have. So it was hard, but uh, especially loving someone and having to leave them because you, want, you wanted to love yourself more. And you right. knew that, that you were worth more than that. And I knew at some point, okay, I just can't keep doing this. And so it's been a hard journey. And um, it's there still brings some pain at times when like, when he when I first seen him with his girlfriend, that was a jab. Right. You know, when I seen they got a new car, that was a jab. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not basing my life off of them. My time will come Absolutely. because I've done a lot within the separation. I've gotten my own place when I was living in when me and my girls were living in one room. Right. And you know, I know these are simple things that I've done. Like I bought my furniture in cash. I brought my washer and dryer in cash and paid in full. I, you know, I took care of my three girls 
Well, I, I disagree that any of that is simple. That is you, um, you know, providing and, and, and getting it done. That's yeah. every single one of those things is a big deal. Getting out of your mother's house and being able to provide for the girls without, you know, his support or minimal support is a big yeah. deal. You know, yeah. not trying to try not to get yourself in debt and paying things cash is a big deal yeah. as a single parent. Absolutely. So all of those are big deal things. Yes, they are. You can yes. um, <laughs> you can pat yourself on the back and you can take, uh, you know, a bow for those. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I think sometimes I don't give myself enough credit, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you were to talk to you to the you of, you know, even a year ago. Would you envision where you are now? Did you think you could do what you have done up until this point a year ago? Yeah, no. There's a lot of growth, a lot right. of achievements, Absolutely. hard work. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it takes. I mean, it takes work and it takes the strength of will to push yourself forward and to, you know, accept it is what it is. It was what it was. But I, um, I have a whole future in front of me. I have many more chapters to live in my life. That was one of them. And I'm going to, uh, you know, face forward, move forward. That's, you know, always yes. the point is moving upwards and forward. Yes, agree. I think that, you know, like you said, you just accept things the way they are and know what you can change or what you can control. Right. I like I can't control what he does. I can't make him want to be there for anybody or make him be a nice guy or but. You know, do I sit there and argue with him? No. Do I stoop to his level and do things? And it's, I'm only, uh, will argue with him about the girls. And then some of that I have stopped trying yeah. to even do that because if you're not going to love them the way you should as a dad, then there's nothing I could do about it. They will right. see in time. And I'm just going to have to be here to hold them and get them through that emotion and the, Mentally, physically, emotionally is what I have to be there for them. Absolutely. So. And that's a, that's the perfect way to see it. You know, I will give everything that I can give and I will, I'm not going to, I can't control. So I'm not going to waste energy yes. on what you can do or don't do because that I'm going to handle what I can handle. I'm going to do it all, everything that I can. And uh, if you help, absolutely, that's great. And if you don't, I got it covered. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story with me. Um, it sounds like you are absolutely moving forward and upward and that you're, you know, you have a, a very bright future for you and your girls. I think there, it's going to be um, very positive because you are definitely in the right mind frame to move forward in a positive way. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on, for, you know, having me on here. And it's been kind of therapeutic to be up here, you know, talking about it. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I hope that I did help you think about things in maybe a different perspective, even though you were in a very good, you know, headspace. So um, maybe I validated, if I could, validated that you are absolutely <laughs> heading in the right way. So thank you so much. I really did uh, have a lovely time talking to you. All right. Well, thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode, and a special thanks to Andrea for sharing with us. If you'd like to share your own chapter checkup, please reach out to me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And don't forget to download your copy of the chapter checklist.
Well, that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five-star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.